0: Are you ready to uncover the power within you? Are you ready to kick butt at life? Are you ready to get this party started? This is Shut Up and Grind. If it's about fitness, women's empowerment, personal development, small business marketing, relationships, Robert B. Foster is talking about it. Robert is a gym owner. He went from foreclosure to multiple six figures in 12 months. Helped thousands of women shed weight and in inches while becoming more confident, and a six times gold medalist in the Transplant Games of America. Get ready for Shut Up and Grind. Here's your host, Robert B. Foster.
1: All right, I'm going to mute you all now, so
0: mute. No.
1: And No, you cannot unmute yourself. Done. All right. So now that you have your long-term goal written, I want you to write three short-term goals that you can take from that long-term goal. Okay, so for example, if your long-term goal is you want to run a marathon by the end of the year, Three short-term goals could be a 5K, a 10-miler, and a half marathon. Okay, so if it's a weight loss goal, have your main weight loss goal and then break it up into three sub-goals. If it's a physical goal, say I want to pass fit ranks level five, I want to compete in a Spartan Beast, and I want to do the ultra by the end of the year. So, again, we're not sharing these yet. These are just for, for your reference. And then as we get into the gist of of everything, it'll all come into play. Okay, so take about a minute or two and dice up that goal. And I need a tank top. Benjamin.
0: Yeah. You guys have have on um, laundry too.
1: Yeah. All right, get that started before your showers. Are down, so I guess we're still working hard. That's good. Said no rush on these. So my last meeting, I got bumped out, so I upgraded. So we have uh, we have more time if needed. Where is my charger? Ben, Daddy. let me know how much detergent's is left.
0: Okay.
1: All right. All right, we all good? No, I wasn't asking you. <laughs> Sorry, the twins are doing their laundry. All right. So I'm going to turn on the screen share so you guys will get to see... All right, so you guys should be able to see this. All right, so you have your main goal, you have your three sub goals. So, now one big thing that I hear mainly with newbies, and there's no newbies on this, but people are always comparing themselves to somebody else's result. And as you know, that's not good, it's not healthy, and it doesn't do anything to push you towards yours, right? So, when you're looking at your goals, so you have your main goal, and then your three sub-goals, those are things that should push you to being better than you used to be, right? So again, in the weight loss goal, say if you want to lose 20 pounds, and then say your goals are 5, 10, 15, right? So, you know, in the first month, you want to be down 5, and the next month, you want to be down 10, 10 total. In the next month, 15 total. So you're constantly making progress, or right? You're constantly improving. And you don't want to make your goals to where they're too easily attainable because the worst thing you can do is make them simple and then make it. Because then once you make it, you're not grinding for anything else, right? And without mentioning this person by name, you know, someone set, set a physical goal and they trained hard, the event happened, they did the goal, but then they didn't have anything set up for afterwards. And they actually went into a little bit of a depression. And I kind of sensed it, So I reached out, I was able to pull them off the ledge, and we reestablished some newer goals, and they're back on track now, right? So that's the purpose of doing the long-term goal now, and make it lofty. Like, don't make it something simple. Like, you know, for those of you that run Spartans, like, if you want to complete an ultra, or even if it's just a distant thought, because trust me, I had no intentions whatsoever of doing an ultra. And then to actually try it and fail it, it did, it did me a whole lot of good to, to actually sit there. It's one thing to get medically removed, because somebody else is removing you. I had to decide on my own that I physically cannot keep going. And that messed with me. That messed with me a lot to the point where being in the hospital after Killington wasn't enough to stop me from completing that task. And people can say what they want to say about it, but my goals are my goals, right? So I didn't want to taste defeat and just continue tasting it, right? So that kept driving me and it drove me to seek out other people with one kidney who had completed that task, right? So you want to make make your goal, make it lofty. And make it something that you're going to have to grind all year to make it happen. So when we hit December 27th of 2019, you should be just about ready to check that goal off the list. Like So whatever your long-term goal is, if it can be done in the next six months, it's not lofty enough. All right. So just reevaluate it and make it something that that's going to take you the entire year to hit. All right, so now. Tonight's objective, okay, so you can identify your specific long-term goal, which we already did, right? We're going to talk about the difference of, of being interested or committed. What would it mean to you to not reach the goal? Because that's what's going to decide if you hit your goal or not. It's not so much how you'll feel if you do it, it's how, how will you feel if you don't do it? What are you willing to sacrifice to achieve that goal? Cause you can't be the same you you've always been and expect to get something different. It's just, it's not going to happen. Right? So if you want something lofty, your own self expectations have to be lofty. And then your actions have to be lofty. And then we're going to go over the seven principles for success to make it happen. All right. So again, when you look at your long-term goal, like, I want a real, don't be vague, be very, very specific. So look down at your paper now, and is it the one thing that you really absolutely want to accomplish in 2019? Like take a good hard look at it. And if it's not, I'm going to give you a minute now to reevaluate it and write down something different and make it lofty. So, I'm going to come back here so I can take a look at you guys real quick. And this is the part that screws me up every time because now I don't know if I can see you or not. I can't. So, it's okay. I'll go back to my slides. That's not my slides. And I'm recording this too, so I'm failing miserably. All right. So, we're here. Okay, so as I said, so there's a difference between interest and commitment. I put a video out about this too. So when you look at that long-term goal, how does that make you feel when you look at it? That if it's something like, I have to have that, then you're committed. And again, going back to me with the ultra, I had many, many people, my doctor, my parents, the people closest to me at the gym, just, you know, Wayne. Just people all telling me, don't do it. It's not worth it. Don't do it. It's not worth it. Don't do it. It's not worth it. But nobody else can tell you if your dream is worth it or not, right? Nobody can tell you what it means to you. And the thought of me not at least attempting it again, it was strong enough than the what ifs could happen to me. Right, because I don't live my life by the what ifs. Because there's there's what ifs all around us. What if I fall down the stairs? Right, what if I get into a very bad car accident, knock on wood? You know, like what if we're in the building and the roof cave's in? Like there's what ifs everywhere. But yet we still go on about our day as if nothing's going to happen. Right, so when I'm grinding after my goals, I think of the, but what if I can? Okay, so yeah, there's that what if this happens, what if it doesn't, right? What if I get out there and all is well, right? So I got out there, I mean, all wasn't well. I mean, my body went through hell to, to get it done. And I hurt for a while afterwards, but I got it done. But the point is like, I was committed to making that happen. And yes, there were some real physical risks that could have happened, but I was committed, right? So when you're fully, fully committed, nothing can shake you absolutely nothing can shake you. And again, like I know Monica's on here. Like she's a very, very good example of that. Like I remember a few months ago, I had a challenge going and I was asking her, you know, do you want in on this challenge? And she's, her response without missing a beat, she's like, I don't need to. She's like, I don't need a challenge. She's like, I changed my lifestyle. You know what I mean? Like, and that's powerful, right? When you can, when you can say, I don't need that because I changed my lifestyle right? That's, that's a commitment. So whatever her goal was, like she committed to that and she's not going to veer off of it. And if, if she does, cause we're all human, you know, every now and then we want those, those cho- chocolate chip cookies, but then you come right back to your goal, right? That's the difference between being committed and just being interested in the idea of completing that goal. Next so I just said earlier, what would it mean to you to not reach the goal? And not to keep harping on the, the ultra thing, but it meant a lot to me. It meant an awful lot. Like there was a point where I did say, you know what? I'm not going to do it. Like I'm not going to do it. I said it, but inside it was killing me. Just the thought of not getting out there again and letting it defeat me. It's like letting what happened to me and not at least being able to go back again, like to not go back to Killington. I can deal with that. Cause I've done it six times now. So like, I, I don't have anything else to prove. Like I have, I've completed many a trifecta, a double trifecta. Like I've done all that already. So to say that I won't do that particular beast again, I'm fine with it. Even for the transplant games. Like I told people when I was training for that, I don't train just to get a medal. I don't train for the experience. Like I train to win. And that's the standard that I set for myself. Right. And, and again, whatever you, whatever drives you, that's what drives you. Right. So, but that's what drives me is I have a very high standard for myself and to just be in that environment and hear people saying, Hey, did you guys, you know, hear about that guy from team new England that ran blah, blah, blah. Like and at first I was oblivious, like, but, but they're talking about me, you know? So like when you do things that are out of the ordinary, that's inspiring to other people, right? So that goal that you have written down, that lofty goal, as you're grinding toward that goal, it's not just you. It's everyone in your circle that's watching you, right? So as you're getting closer and closer and closer, you're giving other people the inspiration to grind after theirs, right? So it's not just about you and that goal. So if you give up on that goal, you're not inspiring anyone else, right? And, that, and that's huge. And so many, so many times you're inspiring people and you don't even know it. Like you, you don't even know it. Like there's people watching you and you might not even know their first name, right? You might not have even, if you walked by them in a the mall, you wouldn't even recognize them. But that person knows you and they know your grind and they're watching you and they're inspired by your every move. And that's another reason for you to grind after that goal. Right. And then since I crossed that finish line at the Ultra, Spartan wants to feature me, you know, in my story, you know, from having the the five surgeries and being an organ donor and just the scare of what happened at Killington and still moving forward. Right. So now, and it's not, not even about, oh, I'm going to be featured. It's like that story is going to help someone else who's in that same boat. You no, know, oh, well, my doctor said I shouldn't do this. Oh, but this guy, this guy, he also has one kidney and he did it. Right. And now you're an inspiration. Whereas if I just gave up, that doesn't inspire anyone. So you're actually doing humanity a disservice by not going after that goal. All right, so now we're gonna get into the the seven principles. Like, so now it's to reach and sustain. So now we're in the holiday season, and one of the big things I'm hearing is that people are eating like an a hole, eating like a jackass, <laughs> eating like a fat pig. Like, I'm hearing everything this 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 week, right? So people are falling off, but now. It's not about falling off. It's about getting back on, right? So if you want those cookies, if you want the pie and you want the whatever else you indulge in during the holidays, that's all fine. But when you fully define what you want, that's how you're better gonna control those urges, right? Because when it's defined and it's etched in your brain, then you can indulge, but you're going to indulge with a plan. Right? So it's like, all right, you know what? I'm going to have cookies tonight. So in order, in order for me to earn those cookies, I'm going to X, Y, Z. And then that's, that has to become part of your routine. Okay, So without getting all extra scientific on you, your subconscious mind is what drives your actions, right? So for all of you, think about when you wake up in the morning, you have a routine. You have a routine that you don't even think of. It just happens, right? Your alarm goes off. You stretch. Some of you might snooze. Tracy, disable snooze, right? Some of you might snooze. You get up. Like I said, you stretch. You go to the bathroom. You wash your face. You might brush your teeth. You know, you get dressed. Uh, do that shower in the morning. You, know, you get in the shower. You get dressed. You have your breakfast, and you know, blah blah blah. So you have your routine. When you have, like, when you have kids, you have your kids' routine, and you get all that stuff done, and then you go on about your day. Like, you don't have to think about it because it's etched in your subconscious mind, right? So you're committed to that, going back to the whole interested versus committed. Your conscious thought, those are the ones that have your interest in mind. Like, I want to lose weight. I want to buy a new bike. I want to join the gym. I want to start running again, right? Those are your conscious thoughts. But those things will only come into fruition until you constantly repeat it, repeat it, repeat it. And then it becomes habits and now it's burned into your subconscious brain. And then now those actions will move you forward towards that goal, right? But it all starts with number one here. You have to fully define what you want. So when I ask you guys to write down your specific long-term goal, it should be 100% defined. I want to lose Twenty pounds. I want to run a half marathon, and I want to complete three Spartan races by December 2019 because it'll make me feel like a total badass. Like that's a clearly defined goal, right? It tells you exactly what you want, why you want it, and in what time frame and what feeling it's going to give you to make it happen. Okay, so again, look at that long-term goal and ask yourself: Is it fully defined? Okay, so next, purpose. So I asked you earlier about how would it make you feel to not do it? So now, how will achieving this goal affect your life, family, community? So like I was saying earlier about you achieving your goal affects other people. Like those of you that have kids. Like, you know, we, we love to say to, you know, do what I say, not as I do. When you have kids, that's crap because the kids are going to see everything you do. Right? Think about that. Every little thing that you do. So when you're sitting on the couch having a lazy day, your kids see that, right? They see that. And like you can't preach to your kid to get out there and grind and you can be whatever you want to be and blah, blah, blah. Then you're sitting on the couch stuffing chips down, right? Like they, that's what they see, right? So it doesn't matter what you say. But when you're grinding, your kids are going to grind, right? You have that, so, and and even if you have kids that that grind, if you grind even harder, they're gonna grind even harder. When you eat healthy, they're gonna want to eat healthy, right? Those are the options that you're giving them. That's what they're gonna take. Like these guys here drives them insane when they come and they open up open up my my fridge and we have ninety percent healthy stuff. But now it's to the point where they expect it. Like you know, my parents brought they brought fudge over the other day. We brought um. Chris, Christmas cookies home from Tennessee. Benjamin comes downstairs and he asked me for, for an orange, <laughs> you know, because like that's the standard that, that we have here. You know, it's so like we get, we go after the healthy stuff first and then we, you know, we'll indulge with the others, but it's healthy first. So as you're grinding for your goal, like what standard are you gonna set for your inner circle? And then number three, it's the passion, right? It's how bad do you want it? Again, is it just an idea? Or is it something that you really, really want to do? Because again, if it's something you really want to do, then it's fueled internally. And then you don't need, oh, I need a certain type of music and I can work out hard. Or I need, I need my buddy to come and work out. And then I can really, really jam. And again, that, that's crap. Because if you really want to accomplish what you have written down, nothing can shake you from it. Absolutely, because I know when, I, when I'm into a workout and I'm really focused on that, I don't even hear the music. I don't even hear it because I'm just in the zone and I'm focused on what I'm focused on. And you block out all the noise. So if you're grinding and you're like, oh, my God, what is, what is this music? You're not focused. Like that's, what, that's what that means. That means you're looking for external means for you to put forth effort instead of it coming internally. Right, So when it's coming from your heart, you can make anything happen. So again, ask yourself, look at that goal and ask yourself, how bad do you want it? Because it doesn't matter if I say it. You have to ask yourself, how bad do I want to make that thing happen? Because if you want it bad, you'll make it happen. Priorities. What are you willing to sacrifice? Because as I said earlier, you can't be the same you that you've always been and expect to change. You just can't. You, know, you can figure out a way to do that. Let me know. We'll, we'll, we'll brand it together, and we'll make tens of millions of dollars if, if we figure that out. But it, it can't happen. Like You can't be the same you and change. You just can't. So you have to be that change that you want to be. You have to make those sacrifices, and you have to do those things that you weren't willing to do to get you to where you are now. Right. You have to be willing to do those behaviors and create those habits that are going to push you to where you want to be, and you all know that already. You know, like that's that's nothing new. All of this stuff we're going over is nothing new. It's just we're trying to reiterate that point so that way, going into twenty nineteen, we stop making excuses because things happen. Everybody deals with stuff. Everybody has jobs. Everybody has bad days at jobs. We have kids. We have families. You know, we have you know like we, we all just have things that we're dealing with and that doesn't matter like if you have your if you have your goal you got to make it a priority like we all have the same the same 24 hours so you can either make excuses and stay the same or you can put forth the effort make the sacrifices and get to what it is you have written down on that paper number 5 persistence so, Pedro's one of my new business coaches, constantly says to be the weed, right? So, persistence, right? You got to be the weed. He says, and these are his words, says that the orchid is the most loved and revered of the flowers, but it's the weakest, right? But it's the one that, that people want. Like, if you have an orchid, you know, that means that you're, you're someone, but they're frail. You know, you get one gust of wind and the orchid's gone, but the weed you can't get rid of weeds, right? They're everywhere, everywhere. No matter what you put down, no matter how much you pull them out, you get one crack in the asphalt and the frigging weed grows right through, through that crack. Like you, you can't get rid of them, they're everywhere. And that's how persistent you have to be with your goals. You gotta be everywhere and you have to want it. If, if you fall, it's okay to fall off, you have to get right back up. Like for us, falling off is like getting injured. All right, so you get injured, like now I'm nursing a groin pull. And so you get injured, so I have to work everything that doesn't affect that. Like that doesn't mean I just stop work, working out because I'm nursing this this injury. Like you just got to keep grinding on what you can. And, you know, the GPS theory, I've used this one in many, many a, spe- a speech, is that you have to start with your current destination. So whether it's you get on the scale, whether you do your body fat test, whether you do your measurements, that's your beginning your, your beginning destination, you know, well, your starting point, I should say, right? So that's your current starting point. And then what else does it need? It needs your ending point. So that's the goal that you have written down on your paper. And then everything in the middle is the journey to get there, right? So obviously, you want to get from problem to solution, As quickly as possible. The longer you stay here in the middle, that's where stress and anxiety and temptation, that's where all that other stuff comes into play. So as you start going on that journey, what happens if you're supposed to take a left turn and the road is closed, right? Does that mean you just stop? You know, you just get out of the car and you just give up? No, it reroutes you, right? It reroutes you. So you might have to take another right, another left, and then you're back on the path where you're supposed to be. And that's all that falling off is. But what happens is like, you know, we'll have a bad weekend. Oh, I drank too much. I ate too much. And I had too much sweets and blah, blah. And then we let that snowball. And then it snowballs. Next thing you know, you're 10 pounds heavier. And you're like, what the hell happened? Right? Because you just didn't reroute yourself. Okay? Having a weekend indulgence, it's human. We all do it. You know what I mean? There's there's maybe a 0.5% of those fitness freaks that just stay stage ready all the time. Everybody else, we're we're human. Like, we we have indulgences, and it's okay. It's not the end of the world if you do that, as long as you quickly reroute yourself right back on the path, right? And that's the GPS theory, okay? We're almost done here. We're making pretty good time. Okay, so next, you want to be coachable. Be coachable. When you join a program like ours, and then you ask questions, and then you want to question my answer right now do i know everything about everything absolutely not but i know a good amount right so people say rob you know what? i just can't drink a get- gallon of water a day. i was like but if you want to reach a goal you have to like you just have to and like yeah but uh, i read online that uh okay well if you can read stuff online then you don't need me <laughs> right i know in my in my experience people that drink a gallon of water they, there's less room in there for you to eat <laughs> right so the more water you take in, not to mention your entire body runs, up, runs on water, all of your organs, your digestion, like everything works on water. So the more, the, the more you occupy your stomach with fluid, the less you can occupy it with the solid food that's going to end up storing as body fat, right? So you got to be coachable. You got to be the sponge and keep everything simple. I mean, like I know there are people out there that need to be super studious, and if that's you then do, do what you got to do, right? Because you have to be you. But I just say be simple. Like you don't have to track the macros and count calories and do all this other stuff. You know when you're eating crap, you know when you are not eating crap, right? So you want to make sure the time that you are not eating crap is greater than the time you are eating crap. It's that simple. There you go. I just saved you a $1,000 from getting nutrition certified, right? Because it's that easy. I don't count calories, macros, I don't count any of that stuff. I know I eat clean breakfast, whatever I want to for lunch or dinner. One of those two, I eat whatever I want, then I eat clean. Then at night, if I decide I want ice cream, I'll have ice cream, right? Because I have it budgeted in my day. If I don't, then then, then great. Then going into the next day, I know I have wiggle room, right? But if you're starting your day having chocolate chip pancakes, now you're going to be behind the eight ball the rest of the day. And then, then the co-workers bring in the bagels and the donuts, and now the temptation is even greater. And then so now you're screwed up for breakfast and lunch. Like, well, screw it. I may as well just have pizza for dinner. And then that's how that snowball happens, right? But if, if you're intelligent about it, keep the water in. And then let's say if you have a donut, but you're drinking a gallon of water, you're going to flush most of that right through, right? So like I said, just be the sponge, right? Just take in the information that we're giving you. I mean, I've trained well over a thousand people over the last nine years. Like, and I've seen a lot and I I can tell you just being simple is so much better than all this other complex stuff that's out there. Just simplify. Last thing is plan. So I just said earlier, one side, you have problem, one side you have solution and then all the drama is in the middle right? So you want to shorten the gap between inspiration and action, right? So right now, as we're going through this, hoping we're building some inspiration, right? You have your long-term goal. You have your three shorter goals. We've gone over the seven principles, right? So hopefully some inspiration is flowing there. But if you get off of here and then you don't take any type of action, then we just wasted the last 36 minutes, Right? So you have to shorten that gap. So what what you have to do now is write out a plan for the morning. All right. So for breakfast, I'm going to have ABC. For a snack, I'm going to have this. For lunch, I'm going to have this. For a snack, I'm going to have this. For dinner, I'm going to have this. Write it down. Write it down tonight before you go to bed. And when you get up in the morning, execute. Okay? Execute. Take action. All right? So for those of you that are Unlimited. You guys are gonna have a 365 day challenge. Okay, you guys don't have to do challenges anymore. Right? I'm working on a new software. I started sending some of you the link, but I started putting all of you on my profile. <laughs> so I have to figure out why that happened, and then I'll give you guys the uh, link again. Like Monica, I, lo- I logged into mine, and you know your picture was there, although you're So, so once I figure out how to separate everyone's links. You'll have that. We're going to do weigh-ins every single Monday. We'll do me- measurements once a month. And then you'll have access to that where, where you can log in and you can update your own stuff. So you can do it throughout the year. So you'll have year-round accountability. So that way, if you fall off or, or whatever, like we'll have it, like I said, every single week. right? So we'll be able to track exactly what your habits are. So that way, the challenges will be geared more towards newbies. Because yours is just going to be ongoing, you know, because like you're unlimited anyway. So we really shouldn't be taking any breaks anyways. So just every single week, we're going to track all your stats. And for those of you that are not following me on social media, shame on you. Here are my social media stats. If you want to jot those down real quick. So I know on the RBF business page, there's going to be a lot more regular postings on there. I'm going to be limiting the group page. I'm going to be taking out all non-members. So I know I did this before. There was some backlash from some of them, but I mean, they're not invested in us anymore. So like they shouldn't be privy to our information. You know, like we're going to be posting some, you know, member only exclusive things on there and people who aren't paying members shouldn't have access to it. So they can take it back to their other gyms and, and use it. That's just not right. It's not fair to you guys that they have access to that stuff. So that's the social media stuff there. We're going to stop the share. Da-da-da-da. Come back. Come back to me. Here we are. All right. So uh, unmute. Yay. Can you guys hear me? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Amy, you falling asleep? No. <laughs> All right, questions. No, what do you have for me for questions? Nothing. Any, anyone? Monica, you got anything for me? No. No, I'm just that thorough.
0: You was pretty thorough. Good. Good, I like thorough.
1: <laughs> when you're done hacking up a lung? Are they talking to me? Yes. <laughs> and any, any
0: questions for me? Way. No? I do not have any questions, no.
1: Okay. Jennifer.
0: So you said um, that you're gonna put our stuff online somewhere? Yes. You'll let us know. I will. Okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah, like I said, it's called it's called fit clients. I have to I have to figure out <coughs> why it's not giving everyone a separate A separate um profile. Yeah, like everyone's profile is coming up under mine. Okay. I don't know why. (laughs) So but it's it's new to me, so I'm still still learning it. Okay. Yeah, so hopefully hopefully but like I don't have the little kids this weekend, so I'll have a lot more time to dig in and figure out why that's happening. Yeah. And then we'll go from there. Uh Trisha, you got anything?
0: Yeah, I have one. Go ahead. are you going to be putting out, like, a meal plan thing again, or are we going to just, like, choose something that's worked for us before? Com- combination. We a weight loss goal.
1: Of, yeah, combination of the two. I have a, I have a new one that, that I'm, that I'm going to put. Once this quick client thing is ready, <laughs> this is a new one I'm going to put out. But I'm going to put out all of the other ones, too. So whatever works for you in the past, feel free to use. If you want to work the know. Because, I mean, most of them are all the same stuff anyway. Mm-hmm. Well, sweet sweet potatoes egg whites spinach broccoli like it's all the same broccoli stuff yeah. so but this one this new one i'm doing now it's a different type of carb cycle oh
0: it's just
1: a box right so like okay. the carb cycles seem to be the one that works best for everyone
0: yes so yeah, like this, one,
1: yeah this one is actually a four-stage carb cycle so it's a okay. little a little different so i'm actually working on it myself now you know, so like, it start, it's like, like the first week is very keto-like, you know, so it's like a carb depletion first week,
0: and then you start the cycle
1: too fast. from there for the next three, and then you just keep going through that cycle, right? Okay. So it's, so it's not like straight keto the way it is now. So, as I said, it looks, it looks, pretty, looks pretty wild, I gotta say.
0: When do you think that's going to go out?
1: As soon as I understand it enough to put it out. <laughs>
0: okay. Oh. I like the weekly weigh ins and monthly
1: um, measurements. Weigh ins will be on Mondays. Because, okay. be I like on Mondays that. because that'll force people to make better choices on the weekends. Yeah. yeah. Either, I, I either that like either that or else they're just gonna have to face the consequences on the Monday weigh in <laughs> Right. And then the measurements will be the last Monday of every month. Does
0: it does it show okay. up on there? <laughs> Do you, ahead, Do you have, like, a program that, like, tracks your measurements so that like we can, um, you know, like, is it, like, some sort of record that we can see, like, a chart or something? You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: On, yeah. On that fit client's program, you'll get a login and a password. Okay. And you'll get to see your before and after photos, your measurements, your body fat One percentage, and your weight. You okay. okay. Do You have, like, a, you have a special scale that does all that? Well, we I have I have the um, the body fat machine, and then the scale at the gym is actually pretty detailed.
0: Yeah. Oh, my son just did jumping jacks and pushups. <laughs> Good job, you right, yeah. 70 pounds. We
1: inspired the youngins. <laughs> Anything else for me?
0: Nope. Just keep me posted on the, tr- on the tracker.
1: Yeah, I will. I will. I'm hoping, um, I mean, I, I have, have a meeting after the morning classes tomorrow with Lynn Then I have a coaching call. And, and so hopefully after that, I'll be able to dive into it. Like after the night classes, I'm pretty useless. <laughs> so, so um, cause, like I, I really haven't been napping d- during the day now. So this time of night, like I just can't process that stuff. So I'm gonna do as much of it during the day tomorrow as I can. So I'm hoping I'm hoping I have it all pretty pretty well done by Monday. So that way, after the new year, we can we can deploy it.
0: Sounds good.
1: Sounds <laughs> okay. good. Jamie, go get some Robitussin. Yeah,
0: yeah. really. Oh no, it's <laughs> been three weeks.
1: Not good, not good. All right, ladies. Let you have anything else? We are all done.
0: Thank you. Bye. Thanks for.
1: My pleasure. Thanks for joining in. Bye. 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 Stop recording.
0: You've been listening to Shut Up and Grind.